Okay, evening everyone, and welcome to another edition of Universal Laws of Inspiration, starring Raymond Ricks II. Tonight, I wanted to share with you guys on the situation with the Dalai Lama, which kind of, you know, bothered me and why I've decided to walk away from Buddhism. It was something that's been on my mind for a minute, but I wanted to explain to you guys in that nature on the next segment. So sit back, relax, and let's enjoy the sweet sounds of inspiration by Universal Laws of Inspiration hosted by Raymond Ricks II. Let's get it. Feeling creative? Then look no further than Dash T-shirts Consigneur where creativity is very very attractive with all kinds of shirts, all kinds of ideas in the hat wear, the shirt wear. So check out Dash T-shirts Consigneur, where looking good is very, very creative. If you're looking to smell good, feel good, and embrace the beauty, check out all different flavors on the billion dollar skincare product known as Hypnotic Skincare. Because beauty is skin deep and beauty is of the mindset. So check out the billion dollar product, Hypnotic Skincare, where all scent is in all kind of flavors. If you want the finest accessories, if you love jewelry, and if you love looking good, feeling good, then you know it's all good with paparazzi. Ms. Kay Brooks and Whitney Phillips, founders of Paparazzi. Check it out. Getting tired of having that same old feeling? You want to look special? You want to look good? You want to feel good day and night with healthier skin, then check out Warriors Dreams Cosmetics. She has the most beautiful collection of bonnets and she has a skincare product of veganism. Yes, that's right. She has vegan skincare where your skin can feel oh so smooth and healthy at the same time 
check out Warrior's Dreams Cosmetics. It is oh so good. It should be who's the greatest team of all time. WGAC Radio. Sorry, Showtime. WGAC Radio. Back to back. WGAC Radio. First three P. WGAC Radio. Even with the flu. WGAC Radio. No push off. WGAC Radio. And my favorite. Radio. Tough to beat that. You think there's someone else? Prove it. Look at the air. Find his own brother Simon. Go ahead. And seven to him. We have. And you said that I wasn't purified. She replied, I wasn't notified. I had no idea that you was the bomb that cried. And the teacher sighed, then replied. This concludes our lesson on false pride. For 14 years, she has shown nothing but greatness. She'll open up your knowledge, open up your mind. Give it up for one of the greatest blog talk radio podcasters of all time. The founder of blog talk radio, Miss Donna Colion. Yes, the Donna Colion Show, Monday through Friday on WGAG Radio. Now you can catch reruns of the Don Nicoleone Show on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Welcome back, everyone, to Universal Laws of Inspiration. Yes, I am happy. I'm excited to talking in front of you guys tonight yes um, Wednesday will be a very special special um, interview with um, I'll be on live Instagram live with um, Benita Hill Johnson who's in the entertainment industry she is um, close friends with uh, the late great Natalie Cole, but she's also famous in her own right, along with her uh, twin daughters. And she would also, I also wanted to ask her about her strong bond with her late husband and all, because that was that that's very very inspiring. Cannot wait for that to happen, um, but something that has bothered me, not just with this controversy, but a few other instances um, with um, 
so-called denomination I was with DSGI Buddhism. I've told all of you that that has changed my life for the better, and I was grateful. I was very appreciative of it, and I love it until recently. Well, it started, you know, several years ago when I had a bad experience over at the um, Hampton Complicational Center in that building where, um, you know, until the Buddhist Center was completed, where I said hi to a few people to greet them and some of them didn't even want to talk. One gave me the nasty look. And I said, oh, okay, they must have had a bad day. It's all good. Then again, I had another bad experience in the when I went to the Buddhist Center up in Nickerson Boulevard. It was like one lady kind of nearly cursed me out when I was trying to grab food. You're supposed to share this or that. I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's fine. I apologize. It's, it's, it's okay. And I've been defending SGI Buddhism for quite some time. I've been defending it. But I'm telling you. I've been defending Buddhism for years. Alright. I even put myself on the line for it. But when I saw the Tibetan leader ask the young boy to suck my tongue, I said, and some Buddhist leaders defended, I said, the hell with this. I quit. It's like, I know some people in the SGI are going to get upset and angry at me, but I, I, I can't, I can't be a part of something that is part of misinformation and it's a part of something that is pretty damn sick. So, yes, I'm walking away from Buddhism. I still got love for a lot of people in the practice, man. I'll always love you guys, no matter what. My heart always belongs to you guys. I'm not going to bad mouth. Um, SGI, Williamsburg, or Hampton, I'm not going to bad mouth you guys. I refuse. You guys are like family. But this is something that the God of my understanding has directed me to do in order to have a rebranding of my spirit and a rebranding of my life. Okay. I want to read you this article. Um, I'm not a fan of CNN. I I don't like CNN. I know, but I'm reading it from this article. I wonder if there's another article. I'm going to read from Time Magazine instead. 
Time Magazine by So um, Sosari Burga. The Dalai Lama apologized Monday morning after a video of him kissing a child on the lips and asking him to suck his tongue went viral on social media. The Tibetan Buddhist spiritual leader expressed his apologies to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world for the hurt his words may have caused. His holiness often teases people he meets in a innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. He regrets the incident. It added, the statement did not re- reference the kiss. The video was taken in the Indian town of Dara, no, is it Dharma Sala in February at the temple where the Dalai Lama lives. In it, you can see the young boy asking for a hug. The Dalai Lama points to his cheek saying, first here, after which the Dalai Lama points to his own lips and asks for another kiss. The 87-year-old priest then says, and suck my tongue, in the clip, putting his forehead closer to the young boy's. The clip was immediately criticized and viewed by millions of people online who were shocked by the Dalai Lama's actions, calling it sick and pedophilia, which it was. A pedo, it was a pedophilia moment is unacceptable and quite frankly and for some of you Buddhists who allowed this to happen will celebrate it as a to Buddhism SGI Buddhism or whatever y'all can kick rocks you know my wife was right the whole time you know, I should have listened to her. You know, she was trying to tell me something, even though some things I might not agree with. But I had to see it for myself. Let me read the rest of this article. This is not playful banter and so inappropriate to use affectionately plant kiss alongside suck my tongue hugs are fine not this tweeted Dr. Shola Moss Shang Baminu a British woman's rights activist don't normalize molestation of kids don't care how revert the Dalai Lama is I'm not okay with a child sucking a grown man woman or anyone's tongue doing that to a child man I'm telling you I see why I see why you see an increase of people leaving religion I really do I really do and by reading and listening to this article and seeing that on video I felt betrayed 
by Buddhism, I really felt betrayed. I felt like it gave a middle finger to me. If I'm angry, yeah, and I feel hurt. I've been devoted to this denomination for 10 years. 10 years. And this is what happens. All of a sudden, we're going to pray on kids. That's what y'all doing? Is that what y'all doing? Man, this is so unacceptable. Very unacceptable. Technically, I, I don't give a damn who he is. there should be some kind of legal ramifications on it. Charge that man. Charge it. Should not be in society, period. It's bad enough we see popes out here raping and molesting, you know, raping and, you know, violating kids. It's bad enough that the popes are doing it overseas and here in America. But for this to happen in Buddhism is totally, is sick. And I'm pissed off. All right. I want to read this here. The Dalai Lamas are believed to be manifestations of Aval Lokites Sharpa or Shinrazik, the Buddhist Dafa of compassion and the patron saint of Tibet. According to the current Dalai Lama's online biography, he won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1989 for his nonviolent action against China's occupation of Tibet. Tibetan Buddhists believe him to be a figure of peace that is a reincarnation of the 13 previous Dalai Lamas, all with a mission to help humanity. The Dalai Lama also has complicated ties to the self-help cult, the NXIVM, which has a history of sexual abuse. Leader Keith Rainier was sentenced to prison after an investigation found that multiple women, including one teenage girl, was coerced into having sex with Rainier. The girls also had Rainier's initials branded on their pelvises. And this was connected to the Dalai Lama. And that's why I have denounced myself to no longer be a part of Buddhism. That's right. That's right. I quit. You know, Tariq, Nashi, brother um, Phil Valentine, and um, Kama Kame. I'm trying to pronounce that man's name on Hidden Colors. They've warned us about Gandhi. There was a perception that Gandhi was about world peace. He was about love. 
kindness and affection. But there was controversy that Gandhi that Gandhi made racial statements and he had issues with darker skinned people. This, this is on the Wire um, article. In his early years, put it to you. Hold on. Hold on, everybody. In 1893, a 23-year-old Gandhi arrived in Dubon. He was enrolled as a barista at the inner temple in London, but failed in his profession in India. He only excelled in drafting petitions and memoranda. A merchant in Dubai offered him a one-year job to assist his lawyer in the litigation. special request. He wanted to spend the night in Gandhi's bedroom. It was 1959, 11 years after Gandhi's death. The house called Mani Bhavan, where the Indian leader taught followers to spend their own fabric and where he launched Stan Yegran. His movement for truth and nonviolent resistance had been converted into a museum. King, said, King was booked in a very good hotel, but he said, I am not going anywhere else. I'm going to stay here because I'm getting vibrations of Gandhi. Okay. But here's this. Now, six decades later, many black Africans are calling Gandhi a racist. B2 activists are questioning his sexual practices. Hindu nationalists are rejecting Gandhi's vision of a pluralistic India that is strengthened by diversity. 
Now, this little uh, paragraph they were saying Gandhi was a racist. Last year, a Gandhi statue was removed from a university campus in Ghana. Activists there and in Malawi are using the hashtag Gandhi must fall. They're angry about his early writings. In 1903, when Gandhi was in South Africa, he wrote that white people were <clears throat> that white people there should be the predominating race. He also said black people are troublesome, very dirty, and live like animals. There's no way around it. Gandhi was a racist early in his life. He really was. Gandhi, as a young man, went with the ideas of his culture and his time. He thought in his 20s that Europeans are the most civilized. Indians were almost as civilized and Africans were uncivilized. Alright. Now they say that he became this peace figure and he outgrew his racist ideology. He became this famous world peace leader. But not before we did some digging, we did some research and finding out his real true colors. All right. And let's be crystal clear. Okay. It's like, I believe you come as you are, you know, when you have a relationship with the God of your understanding, right? There are some things with Buddhism I do not agree with. Alright, that I've saw in um, the Buddhist center. just leave it at that okay some of the members I still got love for I still see them as family I love them so much I love them dearly but what I saw from the Dalai Lama struck a nerve I've decided to take a step back and leave religion alone Religion might be for people that is trying to... If you want to be religious, if it's helping you go in the right path, go for it. But with me, truth and supporting the truth is the way to go. And God, to me, is... To me, God is like nature. God is... A true savior. God is love. God is peaceful. God is a realer. God is a problem solver. He will give you a puzzle. You have to put it together and figure it out, you know. To me, God is not the um, image that you see 
empty church walls. The real God is what you will see in the is what is described in the real old testaments of ancient times. Basically, basic instructions before leaving earth. Basically, you're tapping into your third eye. And your third eye is awakened, awoken to the fact that religion, like Dr. Phil Valentine said, religion has nothing to do with positive spirituality. Your relationship with God carries on. God gave you his characteristics, his spirit, his mentality, so that when you go out there in the real world, you can impact other people who is starving, who is starving for love, who is starving for knowledge, who wants to be saved, they're looking for somebody to look up to that is doing the right thing. That is living in true world peace fashion. That's right. I might sound very emotional. I know people in Nigerian Buddhism would want nothing to do with me after this. support the truth I stand by the truth and I stand by what I said if I end up losing people or friendships then so be it then so be it it's all about revealing the truth it's all about living living any positive spiritual journey. That's where I want to be at. And if you feel the same way, I don't care who you are or who's listening. If you feel like this sort of direction is not where you want to go, talk to the God of your understanding. Talk to him and and say, hey, listen, what should I do? Tell me what direction I should go. Should I go this way? Should I go that way? This plan, this project isn't working. Should I keep it going? Or should I, should I tear it down and rebrand it? You see, it's all about doing the knowledge. But it's also about inspiring yourself to know that God is in control. Inspiring yourself to know that you are somebody. Inspiring yourself enough to know that you are a winner. You are a winner. You are a genius. You have the tools to be, to have the traits of the creator. You're not the creator, 
but you have traits of it. You know what I'm saying. I believe it. Don't ever think less of yourself just because you're walking away from something that you thought was the right path, but realizing this isn't the direction that is going to help save your life. Everybody, I just wanted to say thank you for this little message, for listening to the message that I'm giving to you. I know it wasn't long, but I want to, I love to enlighten people on the truth. No matter where it comes from, I love talking the truth. I love revealing the truth. I love putting in front of a person facts on why this is true A, B, C, D. You might not agree with what I'm giving to you, and that's okay. There's no there's no beef, there's no hate, it's all love. You see, we all we all supposed to have our own ideas, we're all supposed to be unique in our own way. That's what makes us who we are as a character. And with that, this will be the end of the podcast. I wanted to say thank you to everybody. Um, thank you to um, um, Hypnotic Skincare for the idea of me doing this brand change, the little attitude change. So Hypnotic Skincare, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, um, Christopher Dash, aka Dash T-shirt, comes in here. Very creative, very smart. I'm very proud of you, bro. In Warriors Dreams Cosmetics, Elevate with Burn. Thank you, thank you again for the love and support. And in the Universal Laws of Inspiration, another rule is always make the impossible possible don't give up don't ever give up don't back down don't ever back down win baby win that's all you need and with that y'all have a blessed night oh wait a minute I gotta give a special shout out to my wife Jennifer to my son Raymond Ricks III I love you both dearly Um, I realized that as a man as a husband as a father I need to do what's right and spend more time with you too I'm sorry if I haven't been doing that like I'm supposed to So I'll do what I can to cut back on social media, cut back a little bit on podcasting so I can, you know, basically be with you too and protect you too.
starring Dane Hampton, Virginia. Yeah, I said it. I ate it. And I'll, and some of the people who support my podcast in Hampton, Virginia, nothing but love. I really thank you and I love you so much. fed up with Hampton, Virginia is the gun shooting. I'm fed I'm fed up that it's not being taken seriously to reduce the gun shootings here. Not just the police, but the neighbors, the neighborhoods as well community got to take accountability nobody should be holding your hand each and every day God gave you the brains to use it he gave you the knowledge and wisdom to fix things but the biggest downfall of humans is laziness and laziness will only pollute world progression. This is Raymond Ricks the second. I want to say thank you for tuning in. I love you guys so much. Y'all enjoy the rest of your evening. So until next time, I love you.